Hello there and welcome to An Englishman in San Diego, A Cup of Tea. Uh, this is where we get ourselves uh, all gathered together as a bunch of uh, SDCC fans and talk San Diego Comic-Con, con culture in general, and also um, things that are happening in the world of uh, nerd and geek culture. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. It's uh, the 5th of October 2014. We're 276 days to go to San Diego Comic-Con 2015, uh, which means, what, 39 weeks and three days? So the, the clock is slowly ticking. And also we're getting very close indeed to uh, when things start getting particularly real, especially as uh, possible attendees, because of course we have the, uh, we're weeks away from the pre-registration badge sale, which will be happening soon, which we'll hopefully be covering that a little bit later on uh, today. We've got ourselves a number of guests, we'll get to those in a second, but first things first, you are also the guests on this Hangout. We would love to hear from you. Um, if you're watching live, thank you very much indeed. Uh, you can take part by going to the Google Plus event page, clicking on the Q&A button on the video, and of course, asking any questions that you would like us to discuss within this Hangout. Um, you can also contact us via Twitter. I'm sure we've all got, um, our guests have all got their own individual uh, fans, and they're more than welcome to uh, uh, field questions themselves. But if you want to get in contact with the Hangout directly, if you go to Cup OT SDCC, uh, as I've just suddenly realized, I've got the Hangout uh, details from the conversation I had with Brian Stevenson. And I've just suddenly realized I've got the, the hashtag from that up on the screen. I don't think people particularly want to have that. Uh, but um, that was a particularly good conversation. If you do get the chance to uh, check that out on the YouTube channel, by all means, do have a look. Because we did pretty much co cover most questions when it came to um, New York Comic Con, which is something which we'll be talking about a little bit later. There you go. Cup OT SDCC is the best way to get hold of us uh, on Twitter. Uh, I'll be keeping an eye on that uh, hashtag. By all means, uh, any questions, not only today uh, during the course of the Hangout, but also throughout the course of the week, any questions you want us to cover, we'll be gladly uh, taking those on. Right, we have ourselves a number of guests then, and uh, we've got ourselves uh, three with us now and one joining us shortly. Uh, because um, somebody's having one or two work com commitments, so she'll be joining us very soon indeed. First things first, though, let's go through uh, our uh, guest list live with us at the moment. Uh, first, we have ourselves. Um, <laughs> sorry, I've just seen the tagline down at the bottom of the screen. We have Tina from Red Dot Diva. Diva on an insomnia. Brilliant. Hello there, Tina. How are you? Hi. Good. I'm feeling good. <laughs> you're, 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 you're feeling slightly buzzy because it's one o'clock in Singapore and it, you should be asleep or you should be kind of... But, yeah. but instead you're talking it's to us... It's a good thing that it's a public holiday tomorrow, so... Oh, that's okay then. So you can have a bit of a line. But you're talking to us and you've got your cup of tea, except you haven't got tea, you've got <laughs> no. wine. Uh, what have you got? <laughs> you have you you've just got the, the, the you've just got the red out. That's fantastic. Oh my word! Excellent. So you know, um, it's good. I'm not saying that we should turn these hangouts into uh, the the geek equivalent of the uh, vaginal fantasies um, book clubs, where they just get drunk and discuss books. I don't think we. You never know. We could head in that direction as we get closer to Comic Con, but who knows? Excellent. Thank you very much indeed for joining us, Tina. 
next up down the line, we have ourselves uh, Mark Serby, um, one of my countrymen who has joined us. Hello, Mark. How are you, sir? I'm all good, thanks. Yeah, doing well. Excellent. Now, Mark is uh, rocking the professional microphone and the professional headphones, and it's making me feel particularly um, lightweight at this point. But thank you very much indeed for intimidating me just by the... Uh... No, I was going to say something like intimidate me with the equipment you're showing on screen, but that's a whole, <laughs> that's a whole other hangout. That's something well, else entirely. Yeah, we'll do that after 9 p.m. UK time. Excellent. That's the hashtag CupOTSDCC after hours. That's the <laughs> <laughs> That's the hangout you need to be really this. <laughs> That's the one which has got the explicit content mark when I post it to iTunes. <laughs> oh my word. That's Thank you the one my mother can't watch. <laughs> Uh, that's the one my mother will subscribe to. Um, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much indeed for joining us, Mark. We'll come back to everyone and we'll talk about um, what you've been up to. But uh, next, but uh, um, certainly not least, we've got ourselves Martin Burke. Hello, Martin. Hi, everyone. Martin is a new face to the uh, cup of teas. Thank you very much indeed. Now, I know Martin from... Um, the Google Plus community uh, on uh, Google Plus for Comic-Con. Uh, well, I suppose uh, it's best if uh, you introduce yourself, I suppose. Tell us all about yourself, Martin. Uh, well, so I live in, uh, in San Diego County, um, so I've been going to Comic-Con now for, uh, for a number of years. Um, my family goes, have uh, some, some, some kids, and uh, my wife goes, my brother goes, his family goes. So it's a, it's a big thing we do. Um, we all cosplay. That's kind of our our uh, main niche at the con. Um, like Mark, I, uh, I bring my own equipment. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> the are in the booth. Yes, well, I'm just waiting for someone to sponsor uh, my website, so then I can start affording things like this. But, hey. <laughs> there you go. Okay. So, uh, so, yeah, I have nothing to promote. I just, uh, I'm just a fan. Go to, try to go to the local, the local shows, go to WonderCon every year, and... and uh, yeah, just an enthusiastic fan of the of the media. Well, I mean, I met you through the, like I say, the uh, Comic-Con Google Plus community, and you were one of the first ones, and you were always kind of helping out and uh, with questions and comments. So it, I know that you became a, a moderator for that. But So I do think that you, it's certainly a, more than just an enthusiastic fan. You're yeah. certainly getting back into, uh, into it and giving back. Um, but I also know that, um, like I say, your cosplay, I really do hope that, after this um, uh, this hangout, if you go to Martin's um, Twitter, um, is it probably best to go to Twitter if you post some um, post some fit photos? Uh, I think I probably post them mostly on Google Plus. Yeah. yeah, maybe I'll put up a link for that. Excellent. Yeah, follow Martin on Martin underscore SD. I'm going to encourage you to post a couple at the very least after this hangout because your cosplays are just. Uh, incredible! They're really, really impressive. Well, thanks. Um, what I mean is San Diego Comic Con the main con that you go to. Where else do you go to? Um, we do go to WonderCon. Um, uh, this year we went to Long Beach Comic Con a couple weeks ago, or maybe was just last weekend. Uh, that was great. It really was much, much smaller. Um, apparently, they are expanding. They're going, they're going twice as large next year. So we'll see how they, how they do. But um, they have an, an incredible focus on Artist Alley, 
So that was uh, that was for being a small con. The Artist Alley was nearly the size of what you'd see at uh, at WonderCon or, or San Diego Comic Con. It wow. was uh, it was really impressive. Uh, their main headliner was um, Amanda Connor, who was signing her uh, uh, Harley Quinn. You know, that was kind of the big thing of the weekend. Um, and, uh, you know, there were a lot of other creators there. Um, so they had panels, um, much much smaller panel, you know, lineup than you would have at, at one of the larger cons. Uh, but they had a Saturday evening cosplay contest. Um, weather was beautiful. Parking was great. So, uh, yeah, I would recommend that. Um, and they're a twice yearly show. They do a Long Beach Comic Expo uh, end of January. Uh, so we're definitely going back for that. Supposedly they're, they used to be different, but they're, they've now decided that they like that formula, I think, and they're, and they're doing the same thing kind of both times. So um, I don't know that I would recommend coming from a distance to go to it because it's not very large. Uh, but if you're driving distance, you know, Southern California, uh, it was an excellent day. really liked it. Cool. Did you cosplay for that as well? No, no. We <laughs> drove up in the drove up in the morning and came back that afternoon. That's just too much work for one day. <laughs> oh, when so, like uh, when I say Martin cosplays, like I say, his preparation starts weeks in advance uh, when it comes to fabricating <laughs> stuff. I don't, I'm not just saying he just throws on a um, a Superman uh, outfit that he bought down at Walmart. This is something else. He goes over the top. It's not over the top. He goes. Above and beyond. That's the better way to put it's, it. My my wife has been the main uh, the main creator over the years, um, but uh, but I'm I'm learning and, and helping more than I used to. Um, so, uh, but there was the cosplay there was fantastic. There was a ton of it, and they really they had a cosplay corner which was kind of cool where they had all the the cosplay booths and a big banner for cosplay corner, and you could go back there and and meet everybody and sort of hang out during the day. And so uh, so yeah, they've they've decided that they're going to. Uh, Unlike the article that, that I think you're going to bring up later, um, that that thinks cosplay is taking cons down, uh, these guys have decided to really run with it. So. Really embracing it. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I think we've I've discussed before on these that I'd really like to do some cosplay, but frankly, uh, the suggestion from the missus to for, to put me in a Chewbacca outfit uh, for an English for an Englishman in San Diego temperatures. Um, <laughs> Well, I'd, I'd lose weight in sweat alone. Good grief. It would kill me. Excellent. Um, is there anything else that you've been doing um, since Comic-Con, since July, Martin? Uh, not particularly, no. Um, the, I'm actually going today, after we get off the, the phone here, to, uh, to what is very aspirationally called uh, SoCal Comic-Con. It's a really small con in Oceanside. Uh, it's a one-day thing where they've got some cool guests they've, they've got the, um, they had the co-creators of Wolverine signed up but um, uh, I think his first name is Len uh, Vine had to back out um, so there's That's still Burp is going to be there so that'll be pretty cool um, and uh, a fair number of creators um, of sort of smaller books uh, IDW is San Diego based and so they're going to have a big booth there and they have some of their uh, their creators are going to be there so um, yeah should be a, should be a lot of fun for just a a quick one day, you know, most mostly, um, you know, sales floor and uh, probably a few signings. Cool. Well, I mean, if you if you are watching this, if you want to follow Martin on Twitter, I'm going to encourage him, if not, to post pictures of his previous cosplays. But certainly, then, yeah, let us know how that uh, con goes because that that sounds like fun. Uh, Martin underscore SD. 
So that's his Twitter. Thank you very much indeed for joining us, Martin. Um, just catching up with everyone else then, because this is the second episode of this particular run of uh, A Cup of Tea Hangouts. Uh, find out what uh, everyone's been up to since July. Mark, what have you been doing since uh, Con Madness? Um, not a lot, really. I mean, still reviewing films and things like that, but the summer has been quite quiet for for films, really. I mean, you've had the big tentpole films occasionally and stuff like that, but I found it's been very quiet, especially over the past month or something like that. For big films, it's been very quiet. However, it is starting to ramp up now. You can start to feel it coming through. You know, Interstellar is starting to come through as well. Obviously, the whole thing with Chris Nolan screening it on 70mm or 35 So it's all coming through now. It'll be a couple more weeks before The Hobbits and things like that. Um, next week, London Film Festival starts, and that's for 10 days, and that is basically 12 hours every day of films non-stop. Uh, I'm, I'm there four days, but only in the evenings. But, uh, yeah, it's getting busier. It's getting busier. I seem to be out more and more now. So it's um, having the break after coming back from Comic-Con was quite nice. Well, I think the summer kind of, like, got the second that Comic-Con finished, I think the summer got pretty much dominated by Guardians. Uh, that pretty much went to the uh, the top of the uh, the box office chart and kind of it stuck there like a limpet. It just kind of like glued itself into that uh, into that chart. So um, certainly for the, the the nerd geek stuff. But I mean, there's been a couple of um, uh, big films that have, uh, have attracted a lot of attention. So I think it's just been certainly for yourself. There's been a number of films that have attracted your attention. But like you say, Interstellar. It, for me, is certainly uh, the next thing that's kind of attracted my attention. The, th the third trailer that got posted this week was stunning. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was at uh, a film screening earlier in the week, and they showed the third trailer on the big screen beforehand. And, you know, to say anything, I I did tear up. And it's I think <laughs> it's fair to say it's, it's allowed, because it looks beautiful, and it will be beautiful, and it will be amazing. <laughs> so there you go. That's an that's an early review. <laughs> yeah, I, that, that one that one I did the same as with uh, with Godzilla and with Guardians, where I went from not being interested at all to seeing some just fantastic trailers for it and thinking I I can't wait to see this movie. So yeah, and then we saw Godzilla. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> or should I say? Or should I say um, a bunch of uh, useless humans running around talking pointlessly? Featuring Godzilla, uh, that was a fun film uh, to watch. <laughs> hopefully, you, hopefully you enjoy this this one more than. Oh, that, I, I think so. Actually, I'm I'm very interested um, because being the massive Google Plus advocate that I am, I'm very interested in what uh, Christopher Nolan and um, is it Paramount? Yes, it is Paramount. Thank God for that. That uh, <laughs> they're doing a big thing, a big time with Google. Um, in terms of having uh, workshops, hangouts, um, so yeah, I'm very interested to see what they're they're going to do as a tie-in with Google, uh, Google Plus, and Interstellar. So that's going to be interesting. And like you say, that's starting to ramp up now uh, for a release in November. So that should be cool. Excellent. Um, well, uh, the I suppose the next person to go on to and uh, who's had a very big summer is uh, Tina. So, yep. hello, right then, Tina, what's been uh, in your diary since July? What have you been up to? Um, when I came back, I was straight on preparing for our local convention. It was on the first week of September, 
and then um, we were helping them prep up all the you know articles and all the guest announcements that were coming a little late because uh, they didn't want to be contractually completed yet. So by the time they were announcing the guests, uh, people were getting very excited because they, they were all the comic book artists that um, the fans here had been waiting for, uh, like Humberto Ramos and Olivia Coppel, and then David Mack, who was here last year, who returned for this year's con as well. And, and of course, Cameron Stewart, who just did The Fat Girl, um, came, came along. So he and David Mack was doing the Fat Fight Club panel together. Uh, and we also had a lot of toy designers, um, like Scott Collison and Frank Cosmic. Uh, so people were just geeking out. Uh, we were kind of glad that it was skewed a little slightly more to the westernized pop culture because um, anime and manga is really strong here. And there are a lot of anime and cosplay uh, events throughout the year. So we felt a little mis uh, left out. <laughs> and so this year's guest, like, <laughs> this year's guest list was like uh, one of the best so far. Um, I think the fanboys were all like queuing up for uh, commissions, especially when it opens at, you know, in the morning they'll start queuing up at Humberto's to try to score some commissions because there were a limited number that he would do for the day. And then they would just line up and his art prints sold out within the like 4 p.m. on the first day. It was almost all, all sold out because people were just hankering for his, his stuff. Um, <laughs> we have to note that not many people here, uh, it's just not Singaporeans, so there'll be like Indonesians and Filipinos and Malaysians and they'll fly in. So um, it's not, very, not many fans who can afford uh, going all the way to San Diego, you know, of New York Comic Con or, or a convention in the United States to see their, um, the famous artists that they've always fantasized meeting. So <laughs> this was the best chance that they could have. Uh, the other thing was the artists and the, as you mentioned, where they actually focus on artists and place a lot of focus on an artist and he has grown I think to twice the maybe one and a half or twice his size from last year and what was interesting this year was it was just not Singaporeans who are based here who have their boots um, there were people from India he flew here all the way from Mumbai to wow his, uh, yeah, his staff merchandise and all that. And then there were the South Koreans and then um, the Japanese, Chinese, uh, I think, and I see a Thai, Thai representative as well. So I think that is what we hope um, to achieve for the artists in the like a hub. So it's a good way of getting mm. these people to come together from the region and you're also different but yet similar so that would be a nice uh, mix to see if the show continues to grow which it seems to be because I think from what I heard 
um, last year it was about a high 30,000 or so for a two day convention. I think this year they reached 40,000 or more. Yeah, that's, that's still that's still impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, very quickly. I mean, I don't think we actually said at the beginning what the the name of that was because I always get the 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 <laughs> acronym wrong, and I've actually written that STGCC, and that stands yeah. for Singapore Toy Games and Comic Convention because it uh it's supposed to cover these three things although um they have been trying very hard for games representation for the last few years i think the games uh, companies are not that interested unless uh, many of them are coming together as a group so and hasbro has their own thing so um the games part is a bit lacking for the last Few years, the toys is very strong representative. I think people here are crazy about designer toys, especially <laughs> hot toys. You know, uh, Antebe, uh, all these are right, right, very big, big things. And uh, designer toys, especially exclusives, they are they are operate, will sell out usually within the first day. And then of course the comics. So, um, but nope. this year there's another convention coming out, which is called GameStart Asia. Last week of October, uh, that's the only gaming convention happening this year. I think uh, they managed to get like PlayStation, I mean Sony, Nintendo, uh, Razer. So I'm not sure uh, how how it's going to be, but it looks very hopeful. I think a lot of people are very excited about GameStart. So let's see how that goes. Um, my friends are covering it because I might I won't be here. I will be back. Yeah, for my holiday, so we'll see how that goes, and then um, I'll probably tweet about it or um, retweet my friends' pictures and all that. Cool. I mean, it's it's something that I've been following on your Twitter. Um, just how it, it it certainly is representative of when we talk about how nerd culture and um, con culture is growing. Um, certainly in America, the UK, uh, Europe. Wherever, but it's worldwide. It's just, it's just worldwide. It's it, the the level of anticipation is, is absolutely massive. So, um, yeah, it's it's certainly uh, it's, it's encouraging to see. And like you say, the numbers are getting more and more um, uh, in, involved. So yeah, that's cool. Excellent. Okay, um, hello. Are you still there? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> you just uh, right. <laughs> Just checking, <laughs> just for keeping things going. I'm still awake. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because it is, it is half past half past one in the morning in Singapore. So, uh, um, like I say, we are going to try and keep these under the, uh, an hour. So um, that, that's what we've been we'll be doing. Um, and it's um, good to see that people have been uh, keeping busy since uh, Comic Con this year. Right. So, um, one person that uh, is. Uh, conspicuously absent uh, this week, as I believe as was last week, was uh, Alyssa. Uh, unfortunately, um, we have sent the invite out, and um, it, apparently that she's uh, she's struggling to find the invite at the moment. But uh, hopefully, Alyssa will be joining us from the Friends of CCI.com uh, forum, where hopefully we'll find out um, what they've been talking about uh, on the forum uh, over the last seven days. Don't forget as well, uh, we've got a number of people watching live. If you want to interact with us, go to the Google Plus event page, 
click on the Q&A button and any questions that you want us to, uh, or any topics that you want us to discuss in the next half hour, do let us know and we'll, uh, we'll uh, go through to that. Um, right, the first topic of conversation that I uh, do want to uh, look into and uh, to get a couple of uh, uh, opinions from, from our guests is certainly something that came uh, from an article that was posted um, just before last weekend. It was something I wanted to talk about um, last week, but we didn't get around to talking about it, unfortunately. And this was under the heading of um, Has Comic Book Conventions Jumped the Shark? Uh, this was uh, under the title The Hidden Truth, and it was asking why exhibitors are griping about the con, not necessarily for them anymore, and certainly when it comes to uh, making any money. This was from uh, the wife of an artist that was as a regular uh, attendee at comic conventions and San Diego Comic Con, who was feeling that um, that the attention had shifted from uh, for fans uh, to the big flashy Hollywood um, headliners that um, do come to conventions, and also um, when they're sat behind their exhibitors' tables, um, seeing people being more excited about the cosplayers that are on the floor rather than speaking to them as exhibitors. Um, I suppose I open up to the to my guests. Uh, do you go to the exhi exhibition floor and do you speak to exhibitors or do you make the effort to do so? Yeah. Yeah? So that's Tina. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At least one and a half, two days of it. Whenever I have time, I'll just hitting the exhibition hall. You absolutely focus on that. Excellent. Martin? Oh, hello. We've got Alyssa who has joined us. How about that for timing? <laughs> uh oh, what a mess. <laughs> Hi, Alyssa. How are you? I'm fine. Sorry about the delay. Not a problem at all. I know that you've had uh, a couple of commitments today. Uh, we have just done a, a quick um, introduction with everyone. Um, we'll, we'll come back to yourself, Alyssa, because we'll also um, want to talk about um, what's been discussed on the forum. Um, very shortly indeed. But we're talking about um, the article that was posted um, a week ago regarding um, has comic book conventions jumped the shark? This was from a, an article written by the wife of an artist uh, who um, exhibits at Comic-Con. I think you'll pick up where we are from uh, the questions and where we are our discussions. Uh, Martin, do you go to the exhibition, exhibition floor? Do you speak to artists when you can? Uh, I do actually. Um... Just at this past Long Beach Comic Con, I spent so much more money on art than I had intended when I when I went, <laughs> which I think we've all kind of done, right? And um, you know, I had my son with me who's 11, and he uh, we stopped at a at a booth where there are a couple of uh, um, Kaboom um, artists and write and writers, um, and they couldn't have been nicer to him. You know, we bought a we bought an Adventure Time book that one of them signed for him, and we, we bought a, a comic that we didn't know about before that uh, we got simply because this guy took the time to tell us about it, um, and uh, it turned out to be really nice. Um, so we enjoyed that. And, yeah, we do, we do a lot of... I don't go to the big panels, so I'm never in that Hall H line for taking up my whole day. Um, so, yeah, I spend a lot of time on the floor, actually. Excellent. I mean, you're talking about there about... Um... The, the amount of money that you spend. Uh, do you think that perhaps there is that element of when people talk about that they focus a lot on the cosplayers on the floor is because at the end of the day the cosplayers are free. Uh, they're there. They're, you kind of know the 
the language that's involved, you go and ask the cosplayer for the uh, photograph, you pose with the cosplayer, you talk to them, and it's because they're, they're as kind of like fans with you that there's less pressure to approach them, but I, I, I can certainly say from experience, personal experience, I feel a little bit in, intimidated when there's this guy that I've been following as a comic book artist or creator is sat right there, and I don't know how to approach them at the end of the day. Yeah, I kind of I went two different ways with that article. I'm sorry I just jumped in front of you there, Mark. <laughs> um, I'll <laughs> shut up in a minute. <laughs> but, uh, you know, on the one... On the one hand, I can see you know her point because you know you hear things like on the uh, what do you whatever you call that uh, SD concast where they where they say um, you know they say oh no one's going to be at this panel um, you know that panel stinks it's just a bunch of writers you know and, and so if it's not stars from a from a show or a movie they don't want to see it um, and 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 I. I get pretty annoyed by that, right? And, you know, when you're able to walk into the Batman 75th panel that has Neil Adams and, um, I, of course, I'm blanking on the names even though I was at the panel, um, Dark Knight Returns, Frank Miller, and uh, your uh, Grant Morrison and, and the, these folks, right? And they're, they're all on the panel, uh, on the same panel, and, uh, and you can walk in five minutes beforehand to see it um, and hear them talk about their comic for an hour, you know, or their, their comic history for an hour. And, you know, meanwhile, you, you have to camp out 15 hours to see the guy that might be in the movie. And so I can, I can see where if you're a creator, that could, that could wear on you, you know, and, uh, and, I, and I definitely understand that. Um, but at the same time, if you can't sell your stuff at Comic-Con, you know, no one owes you that, right? So yeah. Taste change, people change, you know, and you know, you go you go to the wig the wig place, which wasn't there five years ago. Now you can't get near it because they sell these amazing wigs. And you go to the, um, all the different crafting places where you buy stuff for for uh, for cosplaying, and you and you know, it's just so maybe the market has changed a little bit, and that doesn't mean it's broken. Um, so yeah, I I really am of two minds of the of the whole thing. I understand her point, but at the same time, I I don't necessarily feel for her. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's something that um, uh, Mark can uh, kind of, uh, relate to as well, um, can jump in on this as well, because um, obviously Mark's focus is very much um, uh, perhaps the film and television stuff, but I think it's the same kind of drill, that you you can feel a little bit intimidated when they're up there on the, the signing panel, or, or perhaps when you see them at the panel, that's great, there's kind of, you know what the language is, they're there to talk, and you can ask questions if you've got the nerve to go and ask the Q and A. But if you do spot them on the uh, on the floor, you can feel that kind of <laughs> that that nerd freakout, perhaps, where you just don't know quite how to approach people. Yeah, I think you're right, Leonard. It is that part of how do you go up and and just say hello and just go, I'm one of your biggest fans. But the thing is, they get this all the time, and they're they're we know that 99% of these people are really nice and are happy to stand and talk to these people but you're always worried about it but ultimately you've just got to think to yourself these are human beings you know they're just doing a job they're, I mean everybody does a job okay they've got a cool job but <laughs> they're just you know they're just doing a job this is the whole thing I mean when when I first started out interviewing people I would be really nervous like really nervous and now I'm, I'm just like hey it's fine you know there's only a couple of people who I've 
really got worried about and thought, oh, I'm not sure I'm doing a good job here or anything. But you you get used to it in time. And I think if you're at a con for the whole weekend, if you get in there the first day straight to somebody and say, hi, I'm a big fan, could you sign it? From then on, your confidence just spirals and spirals. And you just, by the end of it, you're talking to everybody and they're probably thinking, oh, God, when's he going to shut up? Is he going to leave soon or what? <laughs> you know, but... As Martin said, and he's right in this, you go to speak to somebody and they will tell you about their comic history. And from there, you understand what they've done. And all of a sudden, you start seeking out new stuff as well. So it does help in you digging out new things as well. Sure. Uh, well, I mean, I'm, it's the same. I was going to ask Alyssa, because I know that Alyssa has had some art signed and uh, done at conventions. Um I'll, I'll cover this very quickly because I, I, I want to come back to the main core of what we're talking about. But say, for example, when you do see an artist in Artist Alley, um, I'm always nervous about how to approach them, especially when perhaps they're already doing some artwork. Oh, Alyssa? Right. <laughs> oh, she's frozen. Is she, is she frozen? Yeah. No, we seem to have lost her. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, yes, no. Five, four, three. I, well, I, I should be here. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, we can hear you. Just about, frozen on just about here. My but, ah, <laughs> uh, you're, you're frozen on ours. But anyway, um, I'll tell you what, if you want to just launch into it, and we'll see if we can hear you. What, what are your thoughts on it? Um, first off, I didn't read the article, so I'm behind in, in that. Um, but usually my approach with artists is... No, we are breaking I up. <laughs> oh, no. So I, I think one no, of the I, other I, things with oh, well, we'll come back. We'll come back to Alyssa. Alyssa, we'll come back to you because you're breaking up. I'm afraid uh, you may need to restart your router or something. I don't know. We'll 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 try it. We'll try it again. Uh, Martin. Oh yeah. So one of the other things with approaching artists or creators too, you see someone with a bunch of books on their table, and I personally sometimes I don't want to go and look through them because I actually feel like I'm not planning to buy one, and then I feel like I'm wasting their time. Right. And so they may think, well, no one's interested in what I have. But really, I think there's a there's a bit of a, um, I don't know, reluctance to approach somebody that you're not planning to buy something from. Um, mm -hmm. And I, that seems like a barrier to me. I don't I don't know how I would overcome that if I were selling. Well, I mean, I, I think that was what I was going to return back to, which was the main core of it. About I think I would... Exhibitors are there. But it's when they're making they're, they're making the investment and they're wanting to get an investment back and they're feeling that right. they're putting all this time into appearing at cons and there's no money coming back. Right. Um, at the end of the day, it, I don't know how we can encourage people to... I think that's the reason why I keep talking about that barrier that we want. Uh, I want to try and break down between um, uh, exhibitors and um, attendees because... I, I, I think everyone would like to see these exhibitors keep returning to Comic Con, and if they're feeling like they're not, if it's not worth it, then it's a bit. Uh, that's, I don't think 
Does this harm? The point that she was trying to make was more of the barriers. I think she was more of the feeling that um, people were just looking at stuff or looking for cosplayers more than actually looking for comic book related things, which Comic Con has become actually more pop culture than a lot of other smaller cons out there. Like before Singapore Comic Convention, you can't have the art actors around. So the focus is on comics and therefore they make money. You know? Yeah. Um, it's it's not about the barrier. I think it's whether the people actually even come to the exhibition halls because they're queuing up for Hall H. Right. Yeah. So uh, I enough interested people who are attending Comic Con who are who are interested in comics per se and all curious enough to find out more about oh, we're losing Tina as well. Characters that they are watching on TV and can you hear me? And we've lost Tina completely. <laughs> you, you, you're breaking up a little bit. We're uh, we're having a little bit of tra transatlantic issues. Yeah. This is this is where this is where technology just kind of like fights us. <laughs> you keep popping back to us. You do keep oh, you do keep popping back. Let's go. Let's try Alyssa one more time. Let's just see if uh, she's there. One more. Let one more try. Alyssa, are you there? Test one two one two. <laughs> there she is. A little, it's a little bit stronger. That's fantastic. <laughs> I, I think it's my ISP to be to be honest with you. It's been a bit flaky. Uh, <laughs> but to the topic, um, I usually I don't talk to artists um, except to to comment about the day or in light conversation unless there's a specific thing that I that I want to know from them and then it's just very short. Um, I I don't feel the need to take up their time. Um, so I just get my signature and move on. Um, if I can say something funny and make them laugh, that's, you know, that's a plus. <laughs> so I did not read the article, though. So yeah, I'm um, clueless. I'm, go I'm going to put the, uh, the link for that article. Um, it's probably going to, I'm going to probably put it at the bottom of the, the video description uh, for this. Um, it, it was certainly, there was a, a level of, Frustration that they that they were wanting to make a business, and they're wanting to, and they were just feeling that um, attendees weren't going to Comic Con to speak to them anymore, and that I just I also had a, a small thing, like Martin says, um, at the end of the day, you've got to kind of appeal to the people who are walking around, and if you do kind of feel a, look a little bit off-putting enough. Uh, depressed at the fact that people are taking pictures of cosplayers. It's it's a little bit. Uh, you you can be a little bit uh, off-putting, I suppose. Well, I but I'm also the person that goes up and reads the and looks at all of the art books um, because you know I am interested in in purchasing stuff. Um, I, I would much rather purchase an original page. Uh, then, then ask for a sketch. The asking for a sketch really intimidates me. Same here. Absolutely can, same here. I can never think of anything cool to have them do. I, I asked for a sketch from Scotty Young, and I'm like, why didn't I think about Rocket? You know, instead I got a Silver Surfer, which I'm not so happy about. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and here was Scotty Young. 
You know, I was like, what was I thinking? <laughs> so that's that's my take on it. But I think the big ones, the big, um, uh, the in-demand people, that they don't really have a problem. I think it's there's a lot of um, B artists, you know, or lesser lesser tiered artists that are the ones that are really suffering. Sure. You know, from from the the market, and maybe that they need to be more at the Boston Comic Cons and the, um, you know, the the not San Diego cons. You know, that are that are increasingly entertainment focused and have become very pulp culture. So they need to be at Reed Pops, um, uh, con that they had a couple of months ago that was more designed for um, just comics. Sure. And well, that's that's going to be the next uh, topic of conversation because mm -hmm. um, uh, we've had a comment come in on the Q and A. Thank you very much indeed for uh, taking part. If you are uh, asking questions, uh, by Carl Clement at uh, SDCC, getting around the floor can be the biggest issue in getting to Artist Alley. Uh, crowds cause uh, cause me to avoid certain areas. Um, I can certainly understand that it can be a bit awkward to to get to, um, but when it's all in one area, I don't think we can avoid it. I don't think um, Artist Alley is very much a massive part of Comic Con, and um, I think I think if it's not Artist Alley, I think they may we may be talking about these small exhibitor booths that perhaps people are a little bit unsure about how to approach. Because um, I because at the end of the day, I keep thinking, okay, they're seeing me walking up and looking at this stuff, but I'm certain they want me to get my wallet out as well. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's, it's, well, it's of course, and, and that's kind of my reasoning behind not really wanting to take up much of their time. You know, and, and if I can make them laugh, you know, and say something, you know, or, or comment or compliment their work and move along, because I know I'm not going to buy anything. It's just a totally different style than uh, for something that I like. I, I count that as a win. Cool. Um, I feel sorry for the people who look lonely, though, the artists that look lonely. <laughs> yeah. I often think that perhaps that, because um, it is such an extortionate, well, not extortionate, it's just really expensive. <laughs> it's just really expensive to yes. uh, exhibit at Comic-Con. I'm saying, yeah, okay. <laughs> That's really completely cute. I'll shoot myself in the foot right now. How's that? Um, <laughs> that brings up another topic um, it, it, that kind of segues into this, which is the cost of, of exhibiting in these booths um, is, is de dependent upon the venue. So to exhibit at San Diego is a lot less expensive than it is to exhibit at like the um, Javits Center in New York City, where you've got the unions and um, all of the, the service fees, the cost to offload your stuff from the truck, and then the cost to get the stuff from the truck to your booth, and the cost to set up your table, and the cost to set up power at your table um, that seems to really, um, really hit hit some um, of the exhibitors. So that may be why some of the smaller exhibitors um, don't really go to uh, some of the, the bigger conventions. Sure. You know. this, the, the person who wrote this article, I'd really like to try and get her on the, the Hangout to talk about this uh, because um, 
Uh, well, I, I don't want to think that we've over-talked it on this particular hangout. I wouldn't mind getting, uh, certainly from her perspective, what she thinks. I might just ask her and see if she can join us at a, a future hangout. Um, she's, prob she's probably in hiding right now for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe give her a month. <laughs> I think sooner it's a band-aid. Get it, get it sorted quicker. It just gets there sorted. you go. I don't think we'll be talking about um, uh, this next week because next week is going to be um, all about New York Comic Con. Like I say, if you didn't catch our uh, interview with Brian Stevenson from Repop, uh, which we took uh, the time to do last week. That was very cool. Uh, has that been a, a topic of conversation uh, for yourself and everyone on the forum, Alyssa? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, it's everybody who's going, that's that's everything. That's all everybody is talking about. Um, conflicts. Uh, how can they have the Daredevil signing the same time as the, you know, close to the same time as the Daredevil panel? <laughs> Which is, you know, I mean, cons 101. <laughs> of course it's going to be at the same time. Um, but <laughs> so um, there's a lot of juggling. Uh, who's, you know, which signatures are you going to get? It's pretty typical. Um, stuff going on. The interesting thing that I am really looking forward to seeing how it's going to work out is the um, room clearing of the main room. And they seem like they've got it worked out. And I hope they do. Because it's, it's a really interesting experiment. I'm not sure I like the idea because I like the serendipity of seeing shows beforehand. Um, that said, you know, there's also a lot of people are just still talking logistics about how to get into the city from their hotel. Uh, <laughs> do they have tickets? Um, because they don't assign tickets to uh, a name. Um, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can imagine. Um, I, I do think that uh, it's going to be something that's, I really do wish I could go to. Uh, we are going to hopefully try and have something, a little bit more of a taste of that uh, next week. You're not going to be able to join us, I understand, Alyssa, because you're going to be there. However, I, uh, oh, go on. I actually am, if I have Wi-Fi in the VIP room and there is not a major conflict, I, I will try and check in. It may be dodgy, but I will try. <laughs> See oh, if you can get a view. The David Center <laughs> internet is horrible. <laughs> well, well that's just that's encouraging. <laughs> since I have a VIP ticket, I'm I'm hopeful that the um uh, that the the Wi-Fi will be good in the VIP room, <laughs> not on the, the floor. Room, even in the press room, the Wi-Fi is the internet connection is bad. So oh, even about <laughs> it. <laughs> Only at certain well, spots. <laughs> You'll be going like. Uh. Oh, good lord! Well, well I'm gonna try, in, invite me, and I will try and give you at least a picture of what's happening in the VIP room by turning my computer around. <laughs> cool. Well, considering that um, we're also going to be having uh, someone else who's uh, volunteered uh, to uh, report in with us as well, so uh, I'll, I'll try and get some more information about that. Uh, but yeah, we've. We're hopefully going to be having, well, two on-site reports from New York Comic Con next week. That's going to be cool. 
So yeah, hopefully that fingers crossed that will that will work. Okay. Um, it, seems, it seems like right now the the sort of New York based uh, superheroes are getting a lot of attention too. You know, um, Netflix is doing all, all the stuff with the street level heroes. You know, so yeah, this the, could be a con that's uh, that actually gets comics. <laughs> the the big thing that Brian was talking about and that I'm super jazzed about is the um, the Daredevil, uh, which is they're shooting. You know, in Hell's Kitchen. Uh, yeah. Ten, you know, within ten blocks of the Javits Center, um, which I, I'm just—I think that's absolutely wonderful. I cannot wait for that show. I'm a huge Daredevil fan. Um, just bought a seven, um, Daredevil seven, first read, read, yeah, and oh, talk about expensive. <laughs> but, <laughs> so that's um, so that's my one must see panel. Cool. <clears throat> Excellent. But well, back it's, it's, to what you were saying, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, sure. I mean, I'm trying to remember as well because I'm thinking of the other uh, news headlines that have happened um, this week, and then we'll spend ten minutes uh, talking about the one final uh, topic. Um, Ted Two is that going to be shooting at New York Comic Con next week, or is that going to be the next one? I have no idea. I, have no idea. <laughs> I didn't look at the. I, I saw not, it, but not, I didn't... You're I, not thinking about getting on screen. You're not thinking about making your screen debut. Oh, no. Oh, not me. No, 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 no. I'm a stagehand. I'm behind the scenes. <laughs> get, even getting me on screen this far is kind of weird, but there you go. <laughs> oh, man. But, that, yeah, I mean, that was something. I'm, going to, I'm trying to do the research on this one because, obviously, the, the press release that came out saying, oh, yeah, Ted 2 is going to be um, filming at Comic-Cons. And then I found a picture saying that, by the way, they're also going to be filming at San Diego next year. And I'm thinking, okay, let's see if we can... I want to try and get this. Yeah, if uh, Paul can't get filmed at Comic-Con, let's have Ted filmed at Comic-Con. <laughs> yeah, that, that makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so that was one thing that came up. Right. I'm going to um, launch into this one, and then we'll uh, uh, we'll kind of wrap up. This was uh, regarding a story that broke last night, um, and this is regarding um, the third Comic Con or the third event that uh, Comic Con International uh, organised. They organised San Diego Comic Con, they organised WonderCon, and they also organised APE, or they have done. Um, this was an event which, as of yesterday, when the exhibitors received a notice stating that APE will now be re re uh, re uh, returning to the original organizer, um, and therefore Comic-Con will not be um, involved in that event anymore. I suppose we're not going to talk about APE so much, because that's taking part this weekend. It's not something I'm too familiar with. But it's more about now what the resources can be from Comic-Con for perhaps a third con. Do you think there's space in the Comic-Con organization for a third con? Where could it be held? And what could its focus be? What's everyone's thoughts on this one? Um, from an outsider's perspective, Mark, do you think there could be a, a film-based Comic-Con to take the pop culture and make it a separate con? I, I think... San Diego Comic-Con has got that wrapped up and I think everybody knows about it and has known about the film aspect of it for so long that they're not going to move it from anywhere. I, I do think it's interesting that they've taken it away, absolutely, 
but I just wonder if they kind of thought, you know, this one's not doing particularly well for us, or is it's on an even keel, we're not seeing any progression, so they, they just want to get rid, and now they've just got two to focus on. I get the feeling that maybe CCI are just not particularly bothered about too much expansion, really, um, and this one is probably just one that they thought, let's pass it back to these people. Yeah. That's an interesting perspective, considering that um, the, the report that we, they handed out was very much a case of we're still very enthusiastic about this, and we're kind of we're glad that we're handing it back to someone who is as passionate about it as we are. But I kind of read a little bit in between the lines, like you say, that they are wanting to focus possibly on something that they're feeling that is a raging bull, and if they don't grab the reins on this, on the... <laughs> On the, the, if not the headliners, the top, the, the WonderCon and the uh, San Diego Comic Con events, then it could just, they could get thrown off at any point, especially when um, it looks like the expansion's not going to happen and they, they're having to focus so hard to make it work at the end of the day. Um, well, if CCI well, have got a team of people just working on APA, and yet, as we said about at San Diego and at WonderCon, you know, their resources are being lost by this team of people who are working on APA that probably isn't doing particularly well for these people, and they want to move them over to others. So you, you can possibly read between the lines, as you said, Leonard, and I, I think that's possibly what the answer might be, unofficially. Unofficially. What's the um, comments being made on the forum about this? I mean, I know this is literally breaking. This was happened. This happened last night. Um, well, this, uh, 24 hours ago, um, technically. Um, no, no real comments on it. It was reported, but nobody's really talking about it. I have to agree with Mark that I I tend to think that, it, and that was my initial feeling about it was that. Sandy, that um, CCI was just—it wasn't a big—it um, wasn't taking up a lot of their resource and was relatively smaller in in the scheme of things. And they just—why not give it to somebody who can really devote all of their energy to it and make it be what it should be, which is um, the Alternative Press Expo. You know, a bigger a bigger deal than than they could probably than CCI could put the efforts into. Um, and maybe maybe they are thinking about a third one. I think that's a great idea, um, especially in light of SLCC and that whole incident that's going yeah. forward with uh, the infringement on the the brand mm. um, of, of a CCI. Um, Sure. Uh, you know, it just kind of throws a, a, a another light on it. Um, I mean, I would love to. I know that there's a big demand for a, a con in in the San Francisco area, and if they could come up with something in there, and it would be a huge hit. Sure. I mean, San we were talking. <laughs> I mean, we were talking about this with uh, with Martin before we came on air because um, mm -hmm. I suggested that perhaps that they they could kind of. Um, to separate the focus of the cons and make a, a dedicated uh, comic convention. It, not so much maybe the small press that um, APB, uh, APE uh, handled, <laughs> but certainly more as a dedicated comic convention. But then Martin said at the end of the day, in San Diego, there's something like that already happening. 
Is there? Yeah, there's, okay. there's the yes, um, San Diego Comic Fest, uh, which happens in a couple of weeks. Uh-huh. Uh, it's the original um, Comic Con creators, and they've they've actually gone more in the direction that I like. Maybe that's getting sort of a line on here. I'm getting a really weird mm-hmm. noise. No, that's me. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, that, so that's the the wine is always me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so they're taking advantage of the fact that there's uh, there's some fairly high um, profile science fiction writers that live in San Diego. There's David Brin and Werner Vinge and Greg Bear, um, and they're they're bringing them in. They have a, a pretty big um, author you know writers track. Um, mm-hmm. They they're bringing in. Last year they brought in some folks from um, from local observatory, and they had you know these cool um, like a like you could go and look at a telescope during a panel, you know that kind of thing. And mm-hmm. so they're going rather than saying we're going to do comics and um, and you know the outgrowth of that is is pop culture, they're going to say we're going to do um, comics, and then the outgrowth of that is other nerdly things like um, science. Like science and technology. Yeah. But, yeah, that's, that's, that, that, that's, that's grown. That grew at Comic Con. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, they, they had NASA there, and 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think it's a cool way to go, personally. Um, so I I suspect honestly with this whole ape thing, that it might really be a case of where you could make like six theories, right? You could say, this means they're <laughs> going to spend their <laughs> they're going to spend their focus on a different con, right? So now that weekend <laughs> opens up in at the Moscone Center. Ape goes over to San Jose, boom, Comic-Con's in there with another one. Or you could say, go the totally other way and say they're going to focus on, on Comic-Con. Or it could turn out that they just decided it was too much work. You know, and there's really no no theory behind it at all. That press release kept it pretty open, it's got to be said. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. What's yeah, the I think size, a lot of time... What's the size of the, the, San, uh, the Sacramento... Um, Civic Center. I don't the convention know. center. Do they have any? I don't know. I know. I know they do. Um, oh, I can't think of the name of it. Sean Marshall always goes up to the con- convention that they have up there and seems mm-hmm. to really like it. But I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. No, I, we'd have to ask Sean on this one. Possibly. I'm just thinking that if there was another venue. In not necessarily in San Francisco, but within an hour of San Francisco, hour or two of San Francisco, that that could that could handle the capacity of a WonderCon North. Um, that would be a a, a worthy source, a worthy um, endeavor for CCI, if they have the bandwidth to actually do a third con, third major con. And given the fact that they have, um, you know, only a couple, three people, four people on staff, I think full time. I think a lot, most of their people are 1099s, um, are um, at will employee, or not? What do you call that? Independent contractors. Yeah. You know that 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 might be indeed the problem of uh, how do you how do you expand with and still keep your um, your structure the way it is without going uh, without broadening into a more um, business like model which CCI inherently they doesn't say, do they try to avoid like the plague yeah yes. <laughs> 
So. Well, it's something that I, I mean, I tried to get, um, a, I, I did ask a little bit too late, unfortunately, but I wanted to uh, ask uh, David Glanzer's take on this. But uh, if you've been following David Glanzer on social media, the boy is on holiday. And <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, um, I know that uh, APB, APE is taking part this week, but when CCI's um, Director of Press and Public Relations is away on holiday... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's a clue there as well about um, the, the the level of focus, perhaps. <laughs> I, I I do know that it it was really hard on all of CCI for the um last last convention with the delay in the tickets and the the real tightening of the the comps. So they couldn't you know they couldn't be as friendly with people and they 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 had to say no a lot. To um, the extra press badges and and the pro badges and and that sort of thing that I, I can understand them being very stressed sure. after the last con and needing a break and and realizing that this is just too much um, to do. And what, you're saying, so, what you're saying then, Elisa, is that really they should be employing somebody else to maybe look at doing a third con. I mean, if they are, then I'm happy to put my name in the hat and go over, and that's not a problem. And my first order of business would be, if they have got a San Francisco Comic Con, is to have Tommy Wiseau to open that con. <laughs> I think that's perfect nice. in my CV. I've done it. Well, okay. Well, that sounds I mean, like a wonderful idea. Okay. Well, if you if you need a PA, um, I, I, I do make a re I do make a really nice cup of tea. It's it's, more, I, it's not the best CV in the world, but it's the one I can present. So we'll we'll have to look it up. We'll have to double check your references. I'm afraid. I mean, yeah. that that was one of the things that I really liked about um, uh, Brian's. Uh, uh, talk and I really got a sense of just how massive an organization Repop was. I had an idea, but my God, when they started, when he was rattling off the events, yeah, India, yeah. India, <laughs> doing... um, the Star, the Star, Star Wars celebrations, which are yeah. not small events, they are mammoth, mammoth events. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they 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 go all out. So um, but the Repop is very much a commercial business. Right. CCI is non-profit. It's effectively full volunteers, and yeah, it's a different, different set of um, yeah. priorities. So absolutely. Um, I'm going to that Star Wars one, by the way. I. Yeah. Yeah. We bought tickets <laughs> two years in advance. <laughs> Co uh, cosplaying. Oh yeah, yeah. That's uh, we have a week over Christmas where we're going to be vacuum forming in my brother's garage, making helmets and stuff. <laughs> you see, I, I I saw you more as Jedi. I, I, I go back and forth. <laughs> Two costumes. Two go. costumes. Excellent. So yeah, okay. Um, so just to sum up, I do want to try and get hold of David Glanzer for his response to the APE announcement. I also am going to do my best to get hold of uh, the person who was behind the article uh, re relating to uh, exhibitors at Comic-Con. And next week then, uh, New York Comic-Con, um, the person who's going to be joining us is um, a comics journalist and writer, um, Joel Meadows. He's uh, been on uh, a hangout uh, 
before Comic Con this year. Uh, he's uh, very quickly come on uh, and spoken to us once. He does want to come back, and he's going to be at New York Comic Con. So, along with Alyssa, we should have hopefully two on-site <laughs> reviews or reports from New York Comic Con. Which, for, like I say, from someone who hasn't been, I, I can't wait for that. That'd be that's going to be cool. Um, you, have to, you have to come next year. Just find a cheap fare, and we'll, we'll set up a. You know, you can bunk with me and Lewis. <laughs> That sounds appealing. Um, <laughs> Cheap fare. Cheap okay. airline fare. Okay, I don't think perhaps the sarcasm came through on that one. Um, but <laughs> no, <laughs> oh yeah, Lewis. Yeah, sorry. Okay. I think we've lo I think we've lost Martin purely because he has got to disappear, and I think he's like I say he wanted to go to the. Uh, this convention that he's uh, going to. So thank you very much indeed to Martin Burke. If you do want to follow him on Twitter, that's Martin underscore SD. Um, hopefully as well, I'll encourage him to post not only pictures of his previous cosplays, which are incredible with himself and his and his wife, um, uh, which and his brother as well. They all just really make a, a full effort on it. Um, but also um, try and get a report on the uh, the con that he's gone to today. Um, right, I think we'll uh, a, a nice tight hour. I think that's pretty cool. Um, I know that we haven't exactly gone and spoken a great deal to uh, Tina, but um, <laughs> thank you. I know. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. And you have uh, contributed, and uh, really, it's been great to have you uh, join us. And thank you very much indeed for that report on Singapore as well. That's, that was great. Yeah. Uh, where can people find you, Tina? On Online? Um, yes. My uh, handle on Twitter is Sizzlin, S-Y-Z-Z-L-Y-N. Or you can find me on Facebook under the Red.Diva page. And you can also find her on Google Plus if you search for Red.Diva. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pushing, I push Google Plus, deal with it. Uh, thank you very much indeed, Tina. Where can people find you, Mark? Uh, I'm only on Twitter. I'm not anywhere else. So you can find me on Twitter, Mark underscore Searby, which is S-E-A-R-B-Y. You'll see a, a little picture of my head. I'm sort of cut off a little bit. Um, so that's me. I will be mostly talking about film, and the majority of that talk will be about how bad the films are. So <laughs> enjoy that. Well, okay. Uh, what's the crappiest film at the moment, then? Uh, the the worst film of the year so far is Legends of Oz: Dorothy's Return. Uh, okay, so there you go. That's the one to avoid if you spot it on um, Netflix. If it's on there for like the thirty seconds that it's <laughs> before it gets ditched completely. Excellent. Um, and thank you very much indeed for joining us, Alyssa. I know that it was um, kind of like uh, halfway through, and we we kind of muddled through some technical issues. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. Uh, once again, where can people find you, Alyssa? Friends of CCI.com forward slash forum. That's that's where I hang out the most. And contrary to what Mark just said, he also sometimes will post on the forum too. Just shh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I see his name on occasion, and um, it's it's good to have him take part in those those discussions. Absolutely. Right, and you can find myself at uh, an Englishman in San Diego on uh, Google+, Plus, which is google.com slash 
plus symbol and Englishman in San Diego. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at EnglishmanSDCC. Thank you very much indeed to my guests for joining us. Um, hopefully we'll be having, like I say, Alyssa joining us next week. We're also going to be having Ian O'Hara joining us, um, who is uh, known on a number of uh, social circles. And like I say, we'll hopefully be having Joel Meadows as well joining us live from New York Comic Con next Sunday. Thank you very much indeed. Don't forget, if you do want to uh, continue the conversation, um, you can either get in contact with any of us on the uh, on the, the various social medias, or indeed you can jump on the Google Plus event page and continue the conversation there. Um, don't forget to subscribe to the channels. Uh, we're on YouTube, uh, YouTube, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Um, what else? I think that's pretty much us. I think that's it. That's pretty much done. Excellent. Thank you very much indeed. Do take care, and hopefully we'll see you again next week for another cup of tea with myself, an Englishman in San Diego. Bye-bye, everybody. Everyone, bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. There, you go. there you go. Mics are still looking. I thought waving was enough. <laughs> yeah, but we do audio versions of these as well, so we want, they want to hear you. Oh, jeez. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's okay. I'm not going to ask you to sing a song or anything. Don't worry about it. Oh, please don't. You would not be happy. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.